Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life Welcome to Negative Modifiers I'm the lone survivor and host my name is Cole. I'll be playing the Goliath Monk, Balefire. We're on episode 34. I'm the Elfro Kamir. I'm also Brent. I am the Paladin, Olzek, Tiefling. Also Brandon. And also Brandon. Yes. And I'm Justin the DM. All right, guys. So uh, welcome back. And uh, that was a hell of a lot of a last episode. Um, yeah. For those of you that uh, stuck around with us, uh, we had a major incident in game, of course. Don't worry about it. Everyone's fine here. Mostly fine. Egos are bruised, but me, I'm just reveling in it. But I digress. Uh, our heroes, as they journey into the hill giant encampment known as Grudhog, seeking the magical conch that would teleport them to the undersea kingdom of the storm giants, bravely fought off the hill giants then in an attempt to uh, retrieve the conch for themselves. And unfortunately... Met their untimely demise. Nesrax, Terry, Shintu all tragically died. With they fucking my, did. <laughs> they did. They fucking did. The tragically met their end at the hands of the hill giant horde. Bellfire, who had been knocked the floor below, was able to successfully escape on his own, jumping out into a back room and swimming out into the damned river and seeking refuge. Hamir and Hamir and uh, Olzek, who had parted ways early on, helping the rescue survivors escape out of the encampment back to the airship or currently waiting. With that recap, we'll just go ahead and uh, kick it right off. Bellfire. Uh, would like to head back to the airship. You're in the water. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Bellfire, your heart is racing now. Uh, you're not really used to swimming. Um, That's fair. The water's freezing cold being in the dead of night there. And you can feel yourself, uh, your limbs quickly going numb. Uh, can you make a constitution statement throw? Sure can. We all float down here. They just float at all. No. We can't. We all sink down here. <laughs> that is incorrect. 14 plus con. Uh, plus one, 15. 15. Your muscles are aching as you're swimming as fast and hard as you can. You're not sure what, what direction you're going. All you just know is the instinct to run. Run as fast, as hard as you can. In this case, swim. Uh, (laughs) It's about a few... You resist the urge to just simply float there in the water and just kind of give in. So you're feeling this rush of adrenaline just push you forward. Whatever's remaining of your key, you're using that to maintain yourself and swim back uh, to shore. It's dead of night. The moon is barely lit. It's about a crescent moon. You're not getting a lot of uh, visible... So you're assuming you're going into a direction where you hope is land. It's about maybe about a good 15, 20 minutes of swimming. You find yourself stopping, making a hard left, stopping, going back. You're kind of zigzagging in all directions, just unsure uh, where to go. You're just trying to follow where the rushing water is uh, taking you. But uh, after about 20 minutes, you can feel that uh, 
the water's becoming more shallow, and you can start feeling now that uh, the ground starting to uh, touch your feet. Awesome. You climb on the shore. You're absolutely soaked, freezing to the bone again once again. Arms and legs are pretty much numb at this point, and you find yourself collapsing on to your hands and knees, completely out of breath. The exhaustion washes over, and your mind's set ablaze uh, with all these thoughts. You're doing absolutely everything you can to try to keep your composure together, but the suddenly realization just suddenly watches over you as you kind of turn back, hopefully to see any kind of sign of life behind you, and you see just nothing but this vast emptiness of the still water behind you. And in that moment, you realize that no one else is coming. All right. Uh, well, I would probably need to find some sort of refuge just to take a, a short rest, if at all possible. Um, I suppose since I'm soaking and frozen, I'm going to have to disrobe, put them in my belt pouches to try to warm up. Uh, you take off your robe, wring it out as best you can, shaking off the bit, bits of water. So right now you're currently in a um, uh, just a loincloth. Essentially, being a monk, you don't wear traditional underwear. You just simply just tie it. R-rated podcast. <laughs> you simply just toss, uh, tie a uh, loose string of cloth around your, your bits, cover yourself up. Uh, you need that freedom of movement, you know? I do. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> but as you disrobe, ring yourself off, you ring off your, your loincloth, slap it back around yourself, tie it up. Uh, you're now kind of just essentially bare naked now out in the, in the open here. You're not lender, correct? Pardon? You're not lender, correct? Yes, I am. I can remember a, uh, and quote, uh, I can remember the geographical layout and features and can usually find enough food and water for six people. Um, it's a forest area. Thankfully, the, the area out past the area of the, the dam in this part hasn't been deforested. You realize going more towards the direction of Grud Hog, that's where the, most of the deforestation is. But right now, there's a good thicket of trees around. You quickly dart forth, slip into uh, the cover of darkness. For a brief moment, you find a bit of seclusion yourself and you figure you're safe for now if i can just do just a general perception check around to see if there's anything around me and if not then i'll just take a short what are you looking for um i guess signs signs of enemies or signs of life whether it's going to be wilderness animals just basically things that may attack me dark vision do you no i don't roll with disadvantage please sure first one was a 19 second one was 17 okay um you can scramble around just to double check just to make sure there's no stray enemies around, but as far as you can see, uh, you're in the clear. Okay. Uh, then I would like to take a short rest, um, so that one, I can use my hit die to recover my health, and then uh, also recover my key. You find the cover of a of a, dense, of a thick tree. You push your back against the, the trunk of it and just slide down, back into a uh, cross-like position, kind of like humming to yourself you begin to meditate and uh, uh, go into this focus that you normally draw yourself into when you need to uh, clear your mind and rest go ahead and uh, roll some hit dice in order to get your health back and uh, roll my hit dice um, I have 88 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 I'm going to recover 36 health which brings me back to full <clears throat> okay. um, recover my key bringing me to 8 you take about a good 15 minutes to kind of clear your mind but after, after you feel your key is aligned once again, you kind of snap out of the trance. Uh, you s- open your eyes and see out before you nothing, just this dark cover, uh, darkness of trees all around you. All right. Um, I will then try to navigate uh, my way back to um, the, the airship if all possible. Make a investigation check. No, make a nature check with... Uh, it would be nature survival. 
Uh, let's see, nature, uh, get a plus one, survival. Survival is navigation, so go ahead and see, make a survival plus. check oh, with, uh, with advantage because you're, you're an outlander. Uh, seven, uh, 16 plus 7. Okay. Um, 23. <laughs> the nice thing about forests is they're much like, like rocks. They're all the same, mm. at least in your mind. Uh, you uh, just kind of get an general idea where directional north is. Okay. And figure out from there where to navigate back. You dive further into the forest just to kind of stay a good distance as far as ways from the the lake as possible, and just kind of cut through and start making your way back towards the airship. Having taken this long route and specifically just to try to avoid any sight near Grothog, you spend probably the next two hours walking through, not necessarily running. Uh, the the forest area it's it's a dense it's a dense area mm-hmm. uh, so the terrain is a bit rocky for you um, yes. so uh, you find yourself carefully making your way through it isn't very long before you see that the forest suddenly kind of comes to an end and you break through it all night before you can see nothing but this vast area of deforestation not off from the distance you can see what looks like the signs of the uh, dammed up river that's been dried up mm. and at this point you kind of realize this is the direction you need to be. If you recall, you were on the east end of the river, and right now you're currently on the west. So I'm going to need to cross the river and then head back. As you walk, as you kind of make your way toward the, uh, the shallow river, uh, the water's moving at a good steady pace. It's well, It's got some a little bit of depth to it, but you think you, you're not going to have much trouble trying to get uh, swim across it real quick. You dive in. Uh, once again, that... It was kind of nice to get dried off for a bit of me that you're washed over with this uh, freezing water. And after uh, a few minutes of swimming, you break out to the other side. You're now on the east end of the river, and you begin to make your way southeast back to where you assume was the meeting point. Ozek, come here. Hello. <laughs> with the help of the druid and the barbarian that you had rescued, you guys carefully make, uh, make your way out of the Groundhog successfully, and out back towards the meeting spot. The druid's magic is extremely powerful and you're grateful that you have this cover of not only darkness but his protective magic to conceal your uh, your visibility which is a great boon to you guys because the family that you've been trying to shield and protect is in this constant state of panic. They're slow moving. They've, they're malnourished. They don't really have the strength to, to keep forward and you occasionally have to make these brief stops seeking a refuge behind any kind of cover you guys can get before making your way over once again. There's just a bit of worry as you guys had made about halfway through the journey, you guys hear this shouting that just completely echoes across from the distance from what it sounds like Grudhog. And it was that familiar noise that you guys rec- remember from when Kragnar had met her demise. Suddenly the realization begins to wash over you as well that maybe something similar has just happened. As you guys come to, come to a brief stop, uh, the family kind of huddles together. They're hold, holding, holding uh, each other, quite a bit frightened. The older man looks up at you guys and goes, What was that noise? What, what just happened? Does that mean they're com- making their way back over here for us? Do they know, do they know we're, we're gone? Are they coming after us? I don't know. It's, we just know that from the sound that we just heard that something tragic has probably happened to our party. Well, we've, we're not sure of that, but yeah, just stay calm for now. It's the best thing. Uh, you begin to see like one of the other men kind of like push past you guys. He goes, oh, well, I'm not waiting around. We need to get out of here. 
and you can just see he begins to now begin to hurry at a quicker pace in front of you guys. He doesn't seem to have any kind of, how do you put it? Patience? Not, not so much patience as, uh, he seems to, he just cares for himself at this moment. Okay. You can tell. He's looking for out of No safety. empathy. Thank you. You can see now the, uh, the husband and wife are huddling the kids together and they're all link each other hand in hand and begin to like move past you guys and move forward as well. The barbarian, uh, who's with you now, it looks, he looks back uh, at you guys and goes, so where are we going exactly? You said you guys had a, a ship? Yes. Yes. Well, this is where my, my stop ends. You don't plan on joining us? He looks at you guys and goes, no, my fight's here. So they killed my tribe. I don't plan to... I, I escape with my life, but that, that just means it's another chance for me to uh, get another sta- uh, another chance at them. I'll recover. I'll regroup. I'll try to find a remainder of my tribe, and hopefully we can do something about this. Okay, well, going in by yourself, I don't think you'll have that great a chance of survival. You'll, if you stay with us, you could even have a better chance of survival and get the revenge that you would like. He looks at you and he kind of, he realizes what you're trying to say, but he shakes his head. He goes, we took, we took a stand against them and I plan to fight them on my own terms. While I am grateful for you and for what you've done for me, and this is as far as our allegiance goes. All right. Well, All right, yeah. good luck. Yep. We'll part ways. You can see as he kind of like backs away now, he just kind of takes off somewhere towards the, <sighs> somewhere towards the, the east and he disappears into like whatever just remainder of the forest screams. Wilhelm okay. uh, the druid that was with you he kind of looks he looks back at the rest of you guys he goes well everyone would like to get back to uh, the Emerald Enclave if possible so I'll gladly take a take a, a trip with you on that ship if, if we can get there yeah absolutely just gotta um, keep moving yeah you guys follow along now making your way uh, back towards the ship and after what seems like maybe about an hour of walking off into this as you guys can see what looks like a couple of torches lit and you can tell it's the airship that's been uh, a couple guards look like they're kind of stationed around of it holding torches and kind of glancing out kind of patiently waiting at the base of the draw bridge to the ship as you see a, a, a thin woman kind of just pacing around back and forth with her arms crossed okay I, I proceed to the front of the party um, you watch you break forward up ahead, you can see within the... You recognize the shape. You can tell that's the captain. And she's sitting uh, kind of... It looks like she's this combination of patience, worried, and she's been wandering around uh, back and forth. Now kind of looks like she's been anticipating your guys' uh, arrival. Mm-hmm. As you press forward now, uh, you can hear one of the guards shout forward. He goes, I see something in the dis... Oh, uh, I'm sorry. You guys are magically concealed, so they won't be able to see you. Can so, I? Can I? I don't see anything over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's some great darkness. <laughs> uh, is there any possible way that I can leave the concealment? Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll proceed out of the concealment. Um, you take a step forward, and <gasps> in your mind, you you uh, undo the enchantment, and this magical shroud doesn't once envelope in you. It just it dissipates like uh, smoke caught in a gust of wind. Okay. And as your figure is kind of more revealed now. Uh, the two guards, uh, your fellow Harpers in front of you, they can see suddenly you come into this uh, interview. One of them uh, quickly points you out and goes, Is that Ozek? Ozek, over here! Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> just had you can a see the, the thinly woman you. kind of stop in place, and immediately she just starts running, making, running towards you, followed by the two guards. Um, you all break the enchantment at this time. The, that's shroud dissipates in air. Fades away in, into the air. Yeah, right. Don't worry, they're with me. Badora rushes up to you, uh, Olzak. She goes, Oh, thank God. We've been waiting for you for hours. And she kind of looks around, cuts halfway, looks at the group of you. She goes, 
Who are they? What what happened? These were some prisoners that we found down in the dungeon. And uh, while we were down there, we also discovered that Kragnar had been killed and is most likely not going to be able to come back. She looks at uh, the elf who had been carrying uh, the uh, draped body of uh, Kragnar and he goes, just, oh my god, oh god, I thought this was, was going to happen. She, she, uh, she points uh, to the two guards. Get them on, get them on the ship quickly. Stow, stow the body away. Get, show some damn respect. Put, make it, make sure she's comfortable. We'll, we'll have to do what we can, what we can here. Then the two guards kind of rush forward. They take a hold. Of, one of them takes a hold of a uh, Kragnar's body and begins to make his way back to the ship uh, slowly. The other guard rushes in the family and uh, the uh, the elf and kind of like hurries them onto the ship. As they all walk past you, she's looking at the, t- uh, the two of you. She goes, okay, so that's some unexpected people, but now we're the people I was expecting. Where's the rest of the group? They proceeded further within the cave while They're we... They're still back there. Yeah, they, they went further. We wanted to escort the prisoners out to make sure they got safely here at the ship. She thinks she, thinks she goes, oh, that's the first noble thing they've ever done. Hopefully it's a, hopefully it's a trend. Uh... How long ago was that? How long, did, how long have you guys been separated? What, like two, three hours? About. Yeah. No sign of him, huh? Nope. I hope. Yeah. Well, get on the ship. We'll help me keep, uh, keep watch and make sure we don't get uh, get ambushed. Absolutely. We'll see what happens to the others. Is there anything you'd like me to do else else on the cap on the ship, Captain? Do you have message? Do I have message? Uh, probably. Probably? What, what, I've got paper it? and an inkwell. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about like like uh, I can send messages like Terry like Terry. Could. No, I do not have that. No. That's okay. Maybe a sending spell. No, I don't have sending. No. Okay. So you guys have no uh, outside communication besides the link. Oh, the link. No. Uh, she. All these ideas are running through her head, but not anything plausible at the moment. She goes, "The best thing we could do is continue this agonizing wait." So just help me on the ship and help me keep watch if you could. So, uh, yep. You guys make your back wear, uh, ship a bit wary. Uh, the family had quickly disappeared downstairs below deck, and they, where they're pretty much holed up, they've quickly just disappeared. You can tell this kind of wash, this bit of relief has washed over them. Uh, the druid that escaped with you, he's kind of just hanging around the ship now. He seems a bit more, a bit more calm, but he prefers the outside air as opposed yeah. to the bottom of, uh, deck of the stuffy ship. Uh, you guys wait another few hours. It's this really intense waiting and. You find yourself getting even more worried now. Is it nighttime or is it like becoming? You begin to see like daybreaks coming. Up in the distance, you guys can see the sun beginning uh, to break through the uh, the mountainside, and just this faint little hit of uh, daylight begins to shimmer. One of the uh, one of the other harper guards kind of goes up to uh, Baldor. She goes, "Captain's daylight. Once uh, once uh, the sun comes out, we're going to be an open target. Should probably seek refuge somewhere else." Uh, You can see Baldor is kind of looking around. She goes. Just a bit, wait a bit longer. It's, wait at least until sunrise. I go up to the captain and just kind of give her the situation that, well, we have prisoners that were in there. They're malnourished. They're not in the best of shape. And if we do end up getting caught, I don't think we'll be able to hold all the hold off as well as we would have. No, I'm very well aware of that. There's, if they come marching our way, there's absolutely no way we can defend the, defend the ship. Not with what little men resources we have. I mean, I would suggest we we just move to a different area just to be safe. I mean, what do you think, Amy? Well, if we're going to move, someone 
maybe someone survived. Yeah. You never know. Things happen. Yeah. We should leave some sort of marker to show where we're going. Whatever. To, maybe a note or something. I thought say what what would you the white meeting spot set up, correct? Uh not, far, not a bit away from me. I believe so. I'll hope that the wise up and you know to go there and then we can check up on again on them again once the, the coast is clear. Okay. Right, give fine. it a, give it another few minutes. Give it another few minutes. As soon as the sign of daylight, uh, start packing up and we're gonna get out of here. You guys wait around and probably maybe another 20, 30 minutes before. And it's getting to that point now, you can see the sun's now breaking past the mountains about the halfway point. And it's going to be at a good position now where it's just in full view. Already you can see some of the other harpers now begin to start packing up stuff. You can see that one of them are starting to get the drawbridge ready to pull back up. Uh, Hamir, after what seems like it's obvious that there's no more time to wait, often this you can see the figure of a lone Goliath wandering into view. Hold on, wait, don't pull the drop. Drop the drawbridge. Stop. As you're ordering that... As you're in, the two guards look a bit confused until finally Baldura goes, Drop it, just, just stop. And immediately, just both just their hands drop this uh, ramp, and just this loud plague of just kind of clatters against uh, the deck. Balefire, uh, you feel relieved now as you want to see that you successfully have nav- navigated back to the ship, and you can see off in the distance uh, a couple figures with their heads poked out, but they're easily d- discernible. You can see there's a Amy Baldora and Olzak kind of just staring, looking at, at you from the distance. Are you still naked? Quite. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, I would I can like. See, he's got the stones for it. To uh, <laughs> as quickly as I can make it back to uh, the airship. You uh, <clears throat> double down on your movement, quickly break into a sprint, and it always amazes you how large this guy is, but how swiftly he moves, and isn't very long before suddenly Balefire comes bounding up on the ship. It's always a sight to behold. It's not what I want to see, but it's, it's marvelous. It's a sight. <laughs> it's like amazing a is a good word. <laughs> you watch as a kind of Beldora breaks through. Put your hand, kind of like puts a hand on the, your forearm. She goes, "Oh, someone, Belfire, you're okay." Yes. Uh, How are the others? Dead. Oh. <laughs> well. Ah. Oh. Before Beldora can even finish, she suddenly stares and she goes, "Um, say that again." Uh, I can retail the tale uh, momentarily, but we have an entire compound of those willing to kill me, and I don't think I have the restraint not to face them alone. If we could lift off and move, uh, that would be great. Of course. Uh, Baldor gives you order. I mean, even at the sound of hearing you saying that there's a chance of several giants making their way over, you can see that the Harper uh, soldiers begin to now quickly move double time, quickly start grabbing whatever they can. Yeah, I, I jump in and start helping. Thank you. Stuff. Very honorable. They pull the drawbridge and immediately begin to uh, <laughs> uh, poke and prod the uh, the flame elemental uh, at the top, and begin. You can see after some roaring and fussing over, it uh, expels this flame that begins to like ignite, uh, fill up the air balloon. After a, a bit of while, you guys begin to hover in the air. And you guys take off. Did Terry have a cabin here in the ship? You each had a quarter. A quarter. Can I go to Terry's cabin? All right. Uh, Hammer, you wander down to the what is uh, Terry's room? Can I look for booze? Just <laughs> take your pick. There's bottles everywhere. Just the very best bed, couple alcohol stains in it. Uh, you 
kind of dig around, but as you flip over the pillow, you can see there's a nasty vomit stain on one side. Flip it back to the other. Uh, <laughs> a couple empty bottles, a couple full bottles. Uh, you find about three full bottles of uh, alcohol. Sounds good. <laughs> this one's for you, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> it's like gasoline. Yep. Yeah. All right, not that one. <laughs> I forgot this one. You begin to wonder like what even he. You begin to wonder if he even knew what he was drinking half the time. <laughs> at just at some point, you realize maybe it was just pure alcohol he was ordering. <laughs> I don't care. At least I got to meet your god. Hey, Marriage, you're kind of doing your own thing. Uh, Olzek, Balefire, uh, you're kind of talking with Baldora. You can see that this her complexion's kind of gotten pale. And she's just in this state of kind of disbelief. As she's kind of questioning you and you're re-yelling the tragedy that took place, Bellfire, you can see just her expressions are beginning getting more and more distraught. And usually for someone who's very quick wit and sharp to uh, respond to you guys, you can see for once that she's kind of in silence. Uh, after this finishing your story in this few moments of just kind of this awkward quietness, she kind of picks up her head. You can see that her eyes are kind of like swollen now she's got this glaze in her eyes and she's quickly trying to like not outright cry in front of you but she's trying to keep it together and she quickly turns away rubs her sleeve against her face and she goes before taking a deep breath and turning back to you guys she goes all right um i think it's just in our best interest that we just we leave i know that's not what you want to hear about here about balefire but at this point we've had two failed raids and with most of the group gone we don't have the resources to continue with this I uh, I agree 100%. We should make our way back to uh, Waterdeep, speak with Lord Oringhorn. We can get in touch with the rest of the Harpers and figure out what to do from there. Okay. Back home we go. She looks up at you and goes, are you okay? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I had a long time to think about what had transpired, what could have happened if we played things differently. And how I might uh, avenge all those who I've lost. And a lot of times, they were not kind or peaceful things. I'm having a difficult time trying to comprehend or understand it. I've been in your place before. Quite a few times. It doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any easier. For what it's worth, I'm, I'm sorry. I know your group probably went down fighting as they, were, as they tend to do. They, uh, they put on an amazing feat of athleticism and prowess. Though I must say, I've never seen someone take so many arrows like uh, Shintu did. That was, uh, that was a terrible sight. She goes, uh, she thinks, she goes, just for now, uh, must be exhausted. Just get some rest. We can... She's been kind of ignoring your state of undress at this point. She goes, we can get you some real clothes, get you warmed up, and mm, that's some, a bit of warm food and... Oh, finally. Okay. I, um, you wouldn't happen to have slow fall, would you? And I'd like to rotal grapple him. <laughs> Make a strength or constitution saving throw against his... Oh, my God. No, I'm sorry. Make a strength or dexterity saving throw against his strength check. Oh, my God. I wish I would have just kept the other one. I, had, I got a three plus nine, so 12. Uh, 19. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to lift you up and take you to the edge of the airship and let you know that I've lost everything and that I may not survive this but I'm willing to take that bet 
If you test me further, we will fall. I was just saying that you jumped this happy. Then get say it on. to your captain and no other person. Okay. As Olzek, as you can see, that suddenly this massive Goliath suddenly just looms over you, over you like a shadow, and these mass pants suddenly just grab you at both ends of your arms with this amazing strength just lifts you right up over his head and you guys begin to have this conversation of him staring right up at you uh, on the edge of the ship. I, uh, uh, you're strangely calm with, despite the threat of being thrown overboard. <laughs> I, uh, I apologize. I need some time alone. That's fine. You can set him down? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, within this moment, like, Beldora kind of rushing over. She's kind of like, it's a bailfire, but just put him down, please. Uh, I forget my place. It is... Uh, it's too soon. Please, just uh, my, a thousand apologies. Just God, take as much time as you need, okay? Got we'll, it. We'll call for you if we need you. Yeah, absolutely. As you set down, your armor jangles a little bit. Um, you can feel a bit of moisture in your drawers. Oh, yep. <laughs> I proceed to head to my room and change my drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Before you do that, like, Valdor kind of puts her hands on her shoulders and goes... Let him get a head start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys kind of wait there silently uh, for a few minutes before the bailfire disappears on, on your deck. Before finally Beldora kind of like gives you a... Be okay to go give, to my room. Gives you uh, the kind of push on the back to go for She goes, for God's sake, Olzek, have some pride. I can't help myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> to be fair, I barely met the guy, but I got to know everybody else fairly well. And I was not that sad about Kragnar, to be honest. She was banging my sister. <laughs> as you as you, as you say that, she she, she kind of gives she kind of gives you uh, this kind of this cockeyed look. She goes, "Yes, but who wasn't? Go change her. Go get changed." Oh. God damn it! <laughs> Wait, you too? I was banging his sister. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> Shivs. You. <laughs> I like how you guys As I stare blankly at the ground. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, fire. Uh, I assume Olzek, you go back to your room. Uh, Olzek. Uh, I'm sorry, Belfire, what are you... You're just going to go crash in the room for the day? Uh, yes, I need some time to try to align myself again. Belfire, um... Also, uh, you just... The sound of you slamming the door shut in your room can be just... Pretty much rattles the entire ship. Uh, some of the crew is a bit worried suddenly, but they, they're all quite aware of what's going on. Uh, you seat yourself on the bed and just let this dark emptiness just kind of envelope you. You're done. You're not sure how many, how much time has passed. If you're just sitting there, kind of staring at the floorboards, but slowly the exhaustion settles in, and you just find yourself just drifting off. Amir, uh, Hello. One, one bottle, two bottle, three bottle, four. Four of the seven of these is tea. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we had a prank ready. <laughs> what do I taste of that garbage? If you begin to wonder now, sometimes if the whole drunken thing was just for show. I don't even know. Maybe I'm just sad. <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> you flop down on Terry's bed and pass out. 
you feet make, on the pillow. You make sure to get it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Olzek, as you're making your way back to your deck, you can hear the sound of sobbing coming from one of the rooms. Uh, you use the discernment the, the sound coming from your sister. Yeah. Oh. I walk in and. As you peek, as you peek in the room, you begin to see like Calista's there on, on her knees at the end of one of the one of the beds. You recognize the figure that's been draped over his uh, Kragnar's body, and she's just sitting there sobbing her eyes out. Oh shit! Who gave her the body? <laughs> or was she one of the ones who picked up the body? You assume this is where one of the uh, the other Harper members stowed her for now, okay. and Calista found her way through. Yeah. Uh, hey sis, how you doing? She stops for a moment, looks at you. <laughs> just her eyes have been are just completely swollen. Yeah, she's sitting there rubbing uh, rubbing her eyes, and as you kind of ask an obvious question, she just turns away and just goes back and just buries her face on the uh, at the edge of the bed. All right, well, I'll just uh, walk over and I'll just sit down next to her. I'm just gonna just kind of console. Yeah. After a little bit, just kind of just trying to be there she hear her kind of without looking up as you're kind of sobbing she goes did you see it no I didn't they keep telling me not to, uh, after a little bit you can hear through choking words saying they keep telling me not to look at her they're saying she's really banged up yeah uh, you really don't want to remove the the blanket after a little bit she's still through kind of a bit of choking sobs here and there she's she tells you I can only imagine what it was like being there by herself and just completely overwhelmed. And in those final moments, she must have been so scared. Well, I can tell you that she did it for a noble cause and she knew the risk of going in there, but I don't think she was afraid. I think she died fighting her way, trying to escape, doing the best she can. Give me a persuasion, though. Okay, I can do that. Even though we know she didn't do that, so. That's why it's persuasion. All right, so. With advantage, because that was good. 10 plus uh, 16. After a little bit, she can hear kind of like wipe. You can see her, she's standing up. She's wiping her face on uh, her sleeves, sniffling, trying to compose herself. She goes, you say there's a chance we could bring her back? There could be a chance we just gotta get that that elf guy to the right place and get him the right materials what about the others what about what about her friends there's no going back there the alarm's been sounded from what Bellfire said that they're just on such a high alert that there's just no chance for us to get back in there to retrieve the bodies of our fallen comrades she kind of like sinks in her uh, she kind of slashes back a bit sinking down and shakes her head she goes I should have went with you guys could have helped out at least a little bit your help would have been appreciated but from what Bellfire said it would have been for naught it it was just if he didn't do what he did and if me and Hamir didn't leave with the prisoners like we did we all would have perished. It's one of those mo- those moments where emotions more <clears throat> overtaking rationale, but she knows what you're saying is pretty much true. She still wants to beat herself though, up, though. 
And after a little bit, she goes, she, like, she goes, she gets some rest. I'll stay here a bit longer. All right, did you want me to leave the body, or would you like me to take it somewhere else? Just leave it here. All right. I said just to leave it alone for now. Okay. I get up and I leave the room. You gonna retire for the night? I'm going to retire for the night. Yes. All right. You find one of the. You find since the rooms are kind of all occupied, you bunk up with one of in one of the larger rooms with several other. No, I remember those those manticores killed like four guys. I just used one of the empty (laughs) rooms. You know, like several other rooms are taken right now, so you're you're in. The oh, room. oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, more so people. You, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're, okay. You're in one of the group. You're one of the group rooms. <laughs> you're in one of the group rooms, so. Okay. It's you get the bottom cot. It's really uncomfortable, but. Of course, I get the bottom cot. It'll do for now. <laughs> uh, eight hours later. It's about roughly nine, ten o'clock in the morning. And when's a long event? When's typical sunrise? Like four or five. It really depends on what part of the planet you're on. We're gonna do the old good old weekend oversleeping, so it's one o'clock in the afternoon now. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys wake up at the crack of noon. Judge Judy on. The airship is still sailing through the air. It's gonna be quite a bit of time before you guys reach Waterdeep from where you are. You're looking at least almost a week's journey. All out of tea beer. <laughs> what are we gonna do for another week? We can reminisce over Kragnaw stories. No. No? Okay. Done doing that. <laughs> if I'm gonna do anything, it's it's moving on. I've died, they've died, maybe they'll be back. We don't know. We don't even know if they're really dead. <laughs> I I mean actually what we kinda do is he said he was dead and didn't lie. It's, uh, it's, it's going to take a little bit of time for, uh, for me to get over everybody. Uh, though first, I should probably find Olzek. I may need to issue a lengthy apology. Uh, Olzek, <laughs> you know that it, it, yeah, being a typical soldier, you're, you're up right away and you're kind of going about your, your duties. Doing my shit. You're on the deck of the ship, kind of uh, looking at for stuff to do, but for now, it's, there's not a lot to do while you're in the air. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just playing solitaire. He's not. Ha- he's not having a very good time. <laughs> well, I not, win again. He's not, <laughs> he's not having an easy time. Uh, he lost half the deck already from the gust of wind. Oh, so he's that's, playing, that, that's sad. So he's playing with what just remained of the cards and making up his own rules <laughs> as he goes. <laughs> but you find uh, Olzek kind of. Sitting there playing cards, suddenly another gust of wind takes a few cards. I was like, you're down to like half a dozen cards now. <sighs> well, I, do- I guess I can play blackjack. I mean, just, just can't play solitaire anymore. I'm all out of cards. Uh, I uh, would like to approach Alzek as humbly as possible. Um, I lost my patience yesterday. I let my grief overtake me and... I must humbly beg your apology. I went too far. I turn around and look at him like, I understand your loss. I mean, me being a soldier, I know what loss is, but I know 
you and the White Lotus must have been very close, and I also would like to apologize for the snide comment I said as well. Understandable. Um, though I do have a gift. It's all okay. I see that you've lost your cards, um, I've and lost- I've had no use for this in my bunk, and I actually have a set of uh, dragon's chests that I can hand you. Because the pieces are stone, they shouldn't blow away in the wind. This is fantastic. And thank you. I appreciate the gift. And I know your love of stones. So I want to give you my most precious stone. I've had this since I was a child. And I hand you a very soft uh, river rock. Excellent. I'll add it to my collection. Um, Additionally, I think I have an idea for uh, Beldora. Justin. I th- would like to approach Beldora. I'm assuming I could find her on the ship. Yeah. She's Sorry. kind of... <clears throat> you can see her occasionally giving a couple orders here and there. She's kind of going over the map. Assuming they're, assuming they're, they're on the right course. So she's trying to keep track of things. But you can find her on the, on the deck. Did you not too far away. gentlemen have anything business? No. no I'm just, now I'm just sitting down on the deck. I just wanted to, if it's possible, help out with the refugees. I have nothing better to do. Okay. Is that cool? Teach them to be assassins. Hey! Self-defense is Yo, always good. that would be sick. Right? Have your own creed. <laughs> I mean, I just want to at least get them comfortable make sure they're eating. I'll be a cook for a day. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> I need to do something to keep my mind off terrible things. Um, you decided to help out with the kitchen. Yes. At least. The most you could do is a fed soldier is a happy soldier. Um, the family that's been sent, that's kind of taken refuge with you, they're, they've calmed down quite a bit. The uh, turmoil they've gone through for being trapped in Grudhawk for so long, it's not really known how long they've been down there to you, but uh, occasionally a loud noise from leaving the ship creaking or somebody banging against something, you'll see that any kind of slight noise, they get extremely startled. It takes a little, they have these bits of moments of panic, but they begin to quickly realize that they're safe for now. You feel like with a bit more time, they'll might see some bits of normalcy, but it's really hard to They're say. still in shock from the things that they had going Yeah. It's typical. So Amory goes off, starts hopping in the kitchen. <laughs> Does anyone uh, have a hat? <laughs> I do, I do. So this isn't a five-star restaurant. So, it doesn't uh, have to be. <laughs> he just wants a hat. Well, it is now. Yes. Oh, it's going to be the best restaurant there. Ching, ching. Let's do it. You, you get the cooking? Yep. Cutlery. Fuck you. Fire, you find Baldur not too far away? I um, have an idea. I don't know if it's going to work, but uh, I will need some time to, to pen a, a letter to a few important people. I figured one, two, you could hand to the leaders of the Harpers. One, we could light, write to Lord Warringhorde. We could use the Druid's contacts in the Emerald Enclave and another at the Guild Hall and uh, attempt to recruit a few others. As you're kind of quickly babbling on her, she's looking at you a bit confused. She's listening, but there's this look of disbelief on her, and for finally, for finally she kind of stops you uh, right as you're just about to finish. She goes, you're talking like you want to go back. I, absolutely. She shakes her head and still a bit of a disbelief. She goes, I... You can't be serious, right? After everything that happened, you're, you're willing to go back for that? Um, yes. Uh, this 
idea, this quest, isn't just a, a mission for fame or for gold or for stones. But if this ordinance cannot be resolved or repaired, then the land is going to be in constant turmoil. And I don't know if the common folk can defend themselves against giants. I, I can't. And to leave the entire Sword Coast to lay waste would be a travesty. And though I've lost many others, if we cannot succeed at this, then we doom everybody to be eaten or imprisoned. She, uh, she kind of gave her some good reasoning, and she's sitting and nodding her head before finally she gives you this very deadpan <clears throat> stare. Looks you right in the eyes and goes, no. I, uh, I understand your answer. And uh, I will thank you for your help. If you'll drop me off at Waterdeep, I will then continue on my own with Be- your blessing. Belfire, this is a suicide mission. You can't just expect to regroup and just go at this again. You've, I'm sorry to say, but you've already failed once already. What makes you think another t- attempt at it is going to work? I, I don't, but... There's, there's got to be another way. We can, we can talk to the other guilds. Maybe we can look for something else, another direction... Okay, I, um, that is an excellent plan. Let's uh, let's go with that route first. If we can find other avenues or other revenues, then we will pursue them. However, I don't know any way of contacting the storm giants. She she goes thinks she goes no. From what you told me, the the oracle's been completely dismantled. Yes, we have absolutely no way of There's seeking any kind of other information other than whatever intel we gather. That's correct. There's only two conch locations that we know of. One is in Grundhog. The second is in Solvang, which location is difficult to attempt to find. And a, a vast ice wasteland on shifting uh, icebergs. And additionally, we'd be fighting frost giants instead, a bolstered and survivable frost giants as opposed to the weakened hill giants. So, what your, what's your plan exactly to just... Send us some letters, help people respond. Exactly. I have a week's time. I can do very little but train and write. And hopefully with a few of the other people here who are trained in writing, we may be able to persuade some of our friends and allies. I'm not asking to send their best, and I, we can't simply afford it, but whoever would answer the call is exactly who we need. I hate to say it, but most people won't have the... How should I put it? The insanity to do the things that you guys want to do. Uh, even with the name behind you, the White Lotus, I don't imagine this is going to be a very lucrative aspect for you. Uh, we, we can try to go back to Waterdeep and, and see what we can do. Let's, let's consult Lord Runninghorn. Maybe he has some, a few ideas. Okay. For now, just uh, if you wish to write your letter, I'll, I'll send it out and see who answers the call. But... Uh, to be quite honest with you, Balefire, I don't, I don't see much coming from this. Okay, um, that's fair. As uh, you kind of leave Beldora to do what she needs to do, uh, Hammer, how's the kitchen looking? It's looking great. <laughs> <laughs> what are you cooking up, buddy? Well, uh, right now I've got uh, whatever. Oh, what was that you caught yesterday? A squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks good. <laughs> got whatever herbs and. Sp- Ah, oh, man, I've never actually used my knives for anything other than cutting people. This is kind of good. Uh, Amir's cooking up squ- squirrel surprise. <laughs> nice! What's taters? <laughs> Potatoes. 
um, after a little bit. Um, what else are you making a hammer? Just a squirrel surprise? Well, I've got, well, I've got squirrel cooking up over there. I've got squirrel on a stick. I've got a little bit of rabbit stew going here. Oh, shit. No, that's, that's a little too hot. Take that off there. Um, and what else? I'm braising some onions over there, but hold on. Let me get that out of here. <laughs> this is actually way easier. Where the hell is the rest of my teeth? <laughs> like, I, they all left like three minutes ago. <laughs> I told him to go get me some butter. Do we have any butter? <laughs> uh, one, of the, uh, one of the guys who's been like the assigned cook, essentially, has been helping you out. He goes, we're all about it. Hey, man. Oh, shit. Um, cream. Do you have any cream? Anything like oh, that? We might have Dairy? <laughs> we might have some, some uh, milk left. Uh, whatever, I'll make it work. Give me that. He comes over and hands you this large uh, steel cylinder. It's, been, it's, it's still pretty cold, so you can tell that the milk is still pretty good. Okay. Uh, give me the septic pot here. Pour it in there for me, and then put it on the burner there. He begins to follow your direction <laughs> as, you, as quickly about, uh, as, as he can. Make um, bread. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you find a bit of joy in this. It's, it's really keeping your mind off, and you're trying to be as elaborate as possible, maybe just for, for your own mind. It's it, this show of uh, um, exuberance and excitement for it is just kind of helping you forget. But uh, after a while, you've got a nice uh, meal prep. Mm-hmm. Squirrel surprise, squirrel on a stick. I'll tell uh, you, I'm going to crit those taste buds. Uh, stew, rabbit stew, being in the afternoon and being mealtime, uh, you begin to uh, pass out the uh, small bits of food. Everyone seems to quite enjoy it quite a bit, especially the stew. The uh, rabbit was quite a hit. The squirrel, a uh, bit of hit and miss, but people were kind of, uh, uh, people were taking bites of it here and there. It was delicious. Do what you can. I mean, come on. I don't actually have real meat here. Well, for now, it's, it's, it's a good meal, and you guys are kind of happy. Uh, a little bit impressed with Hamer's uh, impromptu uh, cooking. Golden hat, I swear. Is there a rat? This is like a really shitty makeshift app on my head that says chef. The small rat underneath it. Yes. Rat chef. You guys, uh, anything, it's going to be a week till you arrive back at Waterdeep. Is there anything you would like to do in the meantime? I'm just going to keep on playing solitaire with the cards that I got from my buddy. The Within child. two days, you run out of cards. Well, how That's about, impossible. No, you can play chess. He, they, the cards are made out of stone. No, he, didn't you give uh, a dragon chess? Dragon chess. Dragon chess. I, I choose a game piece that I've never used yet. So I gave you that game piece. Oh, shit. And I go, well, I guess all, there goes all that. <laughs> You're extremely happy that Bill Fire gave you such a wonderful gift. But at the same time, you don't know how to play Dragon Chess. I just admire the chess <laughs> and continue to play with few cards that I have left. <laughs> Use the little pieces. I say, sir, Lord Tillington, the <laughs> grain supply was poor this year. <laughs> Occasionally you can find Olzek just playing with like, a bunch of action figures. He's making up his own little game. Hell yeah! Oh, Start playing Dungeons and Dragons! With <laughs> <laughs> the little figures! How do you do it? Uh, hear me about Bellfire. How are you gonna spend the week? Well, I'm going to, I guess, brush up on my cooking, but when I can't do that, I guess I'm gonna brush up on. You're like, napping? No, I'm not gonna nap. I can't. I don't need to sleep. There's nothing to do. I'm not really spending much energy here. So. I mean, comforting the making friends with the refugees. I don't know, gathering information of what they might have known beforehand. I, um, uh, mine's, mine's quick. I uh, have a week to try to pen a letter um, to do training and, and meditation. I need to figure out how to let go of my earthly tether, enter the void, empty, and become wind. Okay, occasionally 
Uh, Hamer, you begin to like socialize. That's kind of your way to, to deal with things. Um, but after a little while, you you find yourself forming this bond with the, the family that's been there. Uh, two of the older men uh, are both brothers. Uh, one's a bit of a jerk, but uh, he's you can tell he's he's all right. Not exactly the guy you want to hang out with most, but the the dad himself he's he's fine. He's just an he's asshole. A good, he's a good guy. The two kids. Uh, roughly about seven and eight years old, old a young boy and young girl, uh, their mother. They all begin to tell you the story of, uh, oh, I need the bath now, that uh, burnt down village that you guys had uh, ran into with the dead dragon. Mm. Um, they were living there quite peacefully, had their own small bit of land uh, farm. One day, um, in, the, uh, in the midst of it, they suffered a, a dragon attack. Dragon uh, had been coming around harassing uh, the village every now and then, stealing uh, farm livestock. Whatever, or whatever it could. It wasn't until finally when the giants kind of showed up, they kind of handled the, their own uh, their own means. But now that they had two giant creatures who were capable of pretty much leveling the town, uh, the town pretty much suffered from it. Dragon was slayed, but ultimately the giants took over and completely overwhelmed it. The, right. the village was pretty much destroyed. Traded one problem for another. A lot of them were either killed, consumed, or taken away. Uh, but they said that they had, there was at least a dozen more uh, more of them. And little by little, people would disappear until finally there was just the four of them. They were lucky enough to stay together, uh, just out of their own sheer luck that they were they weren't separated. But uh, unfortunately, others uh, were not quite as lucky. Um, the Emerald Enclave, uh, Alf, who had been found down there, he had been sent there several weeks beforehand. He was aware of the dragon uh, harassing the town, and he was looking for a means to try to get rid of it. But the bigger issue was the sun deforestation. Uh, during his investigation, unfortunately, he was captured by the, the hill giants and taken to Red, Red Hog, where he was pretty much used as a, as a sport for uh, a lot of the hobgoblins and go- uh, goblins down there. He, like he himself, he, had, he arrived a bit before the villagers, but he had somehow, from, uh, out of his own luck, he was able to, uh, to last that long. He figured he, was, he wasn't meant to be food, he was just there for sport. There for entertainment. Yep. Always like to mess with the selves, don't they? Uh, Balefire, you spend the next week drafting, destroying, drafting, destroying, draft destroying several iterations of this letter. Each one, when you think you got it down and it sounds perfect, you immediately absolutely hate it, crumple it up, write another one, try again. You're having a very hard time trying to convey words other than just sheer amounts of anger and despair. But uh, every little bit, you're kind of pushing through it. And you hate to say it, but little by little, you're kind of coming to terms with what, what happened. It's kind of a difficult process. Most of you guys have been leaving Balefire alone. He seems distant. He's not his usual care for yourself. Uh, he spends a lot of his time in, the, in his room. Uh, but for the most part, until, fi- uh, until finally you feel comfortable, there's, you have at least a decent letter that you, you feel would gain you some kind of support. You're kind of a bit worried about what Baldora said. You realize that the group that you were initially, they were pretty much this this group that came from all walks of life. You guys all just kind of happened to find each other, all these outcasts, but somehow you formed this bond and undertook this great task thrown upon you. And it's that you begin to realize that's what kind of kept you guys together after all this time, and you begin to worry now whether or not this is going to work and pull through. Can I uh, knock on a store with bread and tea? Ooh, yes, please. Uh, you find Balefire in his room. He's sitting down at, us, uh, at one of the desks, sort of scribbling away, but you find... Hamer picking his Hamer picking his head through the door as he pushes he pushes an arm through holding a, a plate of uh, bread and tea. Belfire? Yes. Thirsty? Quite. 
little little hungry? I am. Want some tea and bread? I would love some plain bread. Please come inside. Okay. As I wander downstairs after my last card has flown away into the wind, I hear bread and tea. (laughs) (laughs) And I knock on the door and ask if I could join. Please come in. Sure. Why not? Okay. (laughs) Now, at this point, uh, out of character, I guess, do I know that he's writing a letter personally? No. Okay. What have you been doing in here, Melfire? Um... I cut my day into thirds. A third of the time, I am attempting to release this anger and despair I have through training. Uh, a third of the time, I will spend meditating. And also, the last third of the time, I've been trying to write a letter. Well, how's that Let- going? Yeah. A letter to who, by the way? Uh, well, though Baldora disagrees with my idea, and I have to say that her disagreement has much merit. I want to write a letter to... The leader of the Harpers, I don't know who they are, so I must trust Beldora with that letter. All right. I would like to give it to the elf we rescued. Uh, hopefully that can go to the Emerald Enclave. Do I know that elf's name by now or no? Steve. Yes. Uh, give me a minute. It's not Steve. It's Sleeve McDykel. <laughs> we are uh, pausing in the podcast His here. His name is Mike uh, Brought Truck. to you by uh, <laughs> our Patreon subscribers. If you'd like a handwritten letter that I'm going to pen at my place of employment... Go ahead and uh, let us know in the comment section below. And subscribe to our page. It will be the most of kind words. <laughs> it's, it's a nice letter. It's I hope it's done in crayon. Like, I imagine you penning something. Like, your idea is super heartfelt and sound, but you don't do this. So you're just I, like, I don't. I, I can, hello. I can make <laughs> like, maps fairly well, but, like, writing, though. Calligraphy is a little. name is uh, Galvin Dragonmore. Gelden. Dragon Moor. Moor. Dragon Moor. Dragon Moor. Got it. So, uh... M-O-O-R. Yes. Yes. Dragon Moor. So, the Harpers, the Elf... And Gelden. Yes. Um, also a letter to Lord Roaringhorn. Hopefully he may have some contacts, whether it be City Watch or um, maybe Knights or Nobles. I'm not sure. And then last but not least, I figured we'd have one at the Guild Hall. It's just kind of a... Uh, you're just, but you're sending these letters board. for what exactly? What I would like to do is attempt to recruit a, a few more folks to try to go back get the horn, get the get the conch. I'm not opposed to the idea. It's very important. There's you know kind of a lot of things riding on this. Mm-hmm. I like your idea. Actually, it's good. You think it's really going to? I don't know. However, what I did find is that from all walks of life, our guild came together. Did yeah, blossom. No, literally. Not uh, not the most perfect flower, but definitely one that thrived. And I feel if I could reach out to everybody else... Yeah, a couple then of petals have blown away, but see if we can put them back, you know what I mean? Quite. That's some seeds. Such, such is life. Such is death. It's, it's true. I'm all in with that. I'm going to go get some more tea. Here's yours. Did, you yeah. want some? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take some. Okay, here you go. I'm going to go get myself some. Here's some bread. Did you want yeah. anything else on the bread? I'm going to go to the kitchen anyway. Is there no, any more scrolls on a stick? Uh, I'll go cook one up. It's fine. Oh, okay, I'll take I'll, one of those. All right, I'll be right back. Start in the microwave. So <laughs> in the microwave. <laughs> it's 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 the fire. It's uh, the fire screen. It's just like his toe. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like uh, you put him on those hot pocket sleeves. Squirrel. Just yeah, right. Stick in the microwave. Just <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, my, the fact that they we have a microwave. <laughs> It's a joke. We're yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. It's, 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 it's magic. A, it's a micro oven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, like, I mean, it could just be a wood fire oven. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. So it's just me and Bellfire in the room then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go make 
Use some squirrel. <laughs> Small tea. So, Belfire, the, you said you were going to write a letter to the leader of the Harpers? Okay, so I personally haven't met the man. Uh, I know the captain has had a few conversations with him as well. You know, obviously, she's one of his, his elites, uh, and I'm basically her elite, but she has never told me anything about this guy. I feel like she's afraid to talk about him because he is a strong-willed man and is not really great on letting people do their own thing. Fair. Um, I'm not asking for an audience or any sort of identification. Yeah. I'm trusting that the letter will arrive to its destination, and if not, then perhaps it will arrive in another's hands. Who knows? And maybe if it's just by ear, I mean, obviously the quest that you guys are on is an extremely important one. Uh, Maybe he might just give in and just say, if it's for the betterment of the world so we can plunder some more, that'd be great. Fine. I think that squirrel's done. All right, sweet, man. Come on, come on back. Uh, here's your squirrel, sir. Ooh, it's still sizzling. Yes. Oh, they just cooked it. <laughs> There's a problem if it's not warm at this point. Fair. Here's your tea. Thank you kindly. So, uh, uh... Did you... Is it okay if I, like, hear the letter? Absolutely. Um, I think I have it finished. Proofread it or something? Yes. Um, <clears throat> it goes as follows. All right, let me take a seat. <clears throat> uh... As you lords and ladies are aware, the Ordning has placed the Sword Coast in turmoil. My guild, the White Lotus, has found a way to repair said atrocities. The solution was within the Hilljank compound, we were searching for a lost companion. My party was able to sneak in using a sewer tunnel below the fort. Undetected, we slew many a foe. Despite our cautious nature, we were discovered, and an alarm was sounded. It is with a heavy heart, I must inform you, of the grim events that transpired. Though to relive it will lay my soul low, we charged into the battle, no longer concerned with our mortal frame. Little did we know that death loomed over us. The compound ran red with blood, it ran red with fire, it ran red with steel, and I was thrown from battle. I narrowly escaped, listening to the voices of my enemies cheer and bloodlust over my fallen comrades. I beseech you, send your fighters, send your healers, send your songwriters, and send your wizards, for I have lost mine and will surely fail alone. Be that as is may, I will go into my condemnation. And it is now without them. It is as if a millstone is placed around my neck, and my body tossed into a sea of despair. I will include two stones, the last of the twelve that I have to each, and hopefully they will respond. That was a very I have to say, event. for someone with such a hard body, you have a soft heart. It's because of the stone I recently received from I, a friend of mine. Oh, then it was not just you. All right, good. Well, <laughs> I think that's good. That's much, um, no offense, much better than I expected. The, the first seven drafts were written in stone, and I unfortunately felt that it wasn't readable. Good call. Yes. I think that's good. You know, we, we should send that. Make copies. Would uh, you kindly take one to your leader, Eldora? I will take one to my captain, yes. All right, then. And would you hand one to your new friend, the elf? Oh, yes. Wonderful. Then I will take the other two. One to Lord Warringhorn, hopefully, and one to the Guildhall, once we reach Water's Deep. Uh, you guys spend the rest of the night conversing, uh, drinking, having a bits of food, and for a brief moment, you guys feel a little bit of respite. It, it's comforting. It's a squirrel, I'm telling you. It's, it's, it's comforting to know that despite the tragedy, the three of you are still at least in a all on board on the same 
on the same plan. Uh, there's still this heavy set of dread washing over you, and the, in, you know the three of you alone can't make this work. Uh, you're not very sure what's going to transpire, but the answers lie when you arrive to Waterdeep. A few days later, you guys see off in the distance in the early afternoon the city of, of Waterdeep, and you guys are kind of eager to finally get off the ship, stretch out your legs, see the city, get get your plans into motion. Uh, after about 30 minutes, the ship arrives, docks, and quickly the Badoors men begin to quickly disperse, gathering supplies, resupplying, uh, making it way off the ship. Badoors kind of giving orders uh, uh other uh, men what to do. I was like, you have the option of staying with them or continuing back with the Harpers? All right, so just off topic, um, out, you know, out of game. If I were to stay with the Harpers, would I have to make a new character to continue the quests, or...? No, I mean, uh, in, in this scenario right here, you either return to Harper HQ and follow the orders from there, or you stick around with the White Lotus. Well, I'll get a team vote from you guys. Should I stay, or should I, should I go with you guys? I mean, not literally, like, leave the game. I mean, just leave the scene. Oh, leave this. Okay, uh... <coughs> I was completely misinterpreting that. Then, uh... <laughs> I think for now, I'll, uh... Stay on the ship and continue to uh, care for the uh, survivors while they're on there, and then get the survivors are being taken into the Harper headquarters. Oh, okay. okay. So they're be. going in there. Like, I assume. Well, they're telling you uh, there's going somewhere else. There's a lot of yeah. plans in motion right now. Uh, I'll take your letter to the Lord Ringhorn. We'll see what we can do. Uh, for now, you guys are on your own. I'll try to contact. I'd like you. to say my farewells to the refugees. Tell the little ones to stay safe. You say goodbye. The, Give them a dozen. The little hangers. ones. The little ones are, are very grateful to you, and they, they become a little bit of. Don't get into trouble out there, unless you know you can get out of it. <laughs> they laugh a little bit, and they and they tell you uh, they agree with you, but uh, they're a little sad to see you go. The mother and father figure they they give you their thanks for helping them escape. Well, can you and, blame uh, this girl? I'm <laughs> The uh, the older brother still kind of a jerk, but he begrudgingly re- reached out a hand to shake yours. He's got a hell of a grip. Gives you, gives you one of those uh, those guys, handshakes, pat yeah. on, two pats on the back, no eye contact. See you later, and a-hole. <laughs> and uh, breaks away. Uh, you can tell that the Harpers are going to take care of them, figure out what they can do to get them All right. uh, get them settled in. Um, Baldor tells the, uh, all of you, uh, Belfire, I'll, I'll take your letter to the Lord Riding Horn. We'll see what we, can, what we can do and what options we have. Uh... So Cragnar, uh, we're looking to getting her to one of the nearby uh, uh, cathedrals. I assume you want to make an attempt to try to resurrect her, or, or should we lay her to rest? Uh, well, that's between you guys. What would you like to do? I'd say we give it an effort, at least. Okay, let's give it a shot. Okay, um, you, you can carry her, right? Wait, we'll, uh, not, not an issue. We'll handle her body for now. Uh, oh. We'll make the preparations. I assume assume we'll call upon you within the next uh, few, within the next day or two. Uh, but for now, you're on your own. I'll try to be in contact, but if you have any questions, you know where we are. Fair. Um, who's going to tell her mom? Brother looks down. She goes, I've taken the liberty to send word. Oh, it's, good. <laughs> I didn't... Not want to be that guy. I, I, I'm very well aware of who her mother is. 
I once saw her take out That's a bird lifted off her shoulders Begonias With her fists Yeah It was beautiful and horrifying Yeah uh, For now leave the preparations to us uh, Do what you want amongst the city uh, We'll stay in contact Okay uh, Olzek You're free to return To your active duties Until the time being Otherwise you May stay with them if if I have your permission, I would like to follow Belfire and Hamir to help them further their quest. Very well. I'll, I'll let them know you're on a special assignment. All right. Thank you. So, uh... Let's first, Belfire. I uh, would like to try to go back to the Guild Hall. Um, right. We can post one of the letters there. Yeah. And then, um, tr- traditionally, after being chased through the wilderness and attacked by everything under the sun, Nesrax and I would usually go to a tavern where he'd get blindly drunk and then punch uh, usually the innkeeper. <laughs> True. Do you have any money? I uh, I have four stones. I'm willing to trade these stones for money. I'm Though I don't so that's very noble of you. know the cost. So I was hoping he would take these stones for 400. No, no. And try to <laughs> trade them. Keep in. your stones. I have lots of money for us to get wasted with. Oh, excellent. Oh, let's, well, then in that wasn't case... wasn't the wasted part, but that's good. <clears throat> Just in case we needed it, but that's... You guys find Thinking it, ahead. You guys make your way to uh, one of nearby taverns. Um, we'll do the guild hall first, correct? If there's nothing there, then we just go to the tavern. Um, oh, okay. Pretty much arrive at the guild hall. Uh, pretty much mercenaries and the like are kind of wandering about. Uh, you find a nearby postcard. Hammer your message to it. And take a step back. There's kind of like this brief disbelief that you'd hope someone immediately would just kind of pop up and, and answer, but it's, you know it's going to take some time, so you kind of push back away your eagerness in your mind and just go about the rest of your business. Who wants some fire water? I do, but not too much. Okay, we'll just do a shot. Seven shots. Of four. No. <laughs> four. No. Shot! 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 Uh, you guys wander about to nearby tavern. Um, I just switch myself. Yeah, you guys kind of mostly about water deep, uh, so you guys pretty much go to one of your favorite places to hang out. Um, it's kind of us- it's usually got some heavy traffic, but it's, it's always there's always a seat or two to park yourselves and get and top yourself to a meal and some drinks. You guys wander in. <laughs> um, the, you, we you, do. <laughs> uh, as. You guys are uh, make your way to your tavern. You guys, can, you, it's one of those days where they're having a live performer. You guys can hear the music um, playing rather loudly outside. It's uh, rather good. Uh, this guy's got a very good like a uh, baritone voice, uh, but the the crowd seems to be into it. There's a lot of cheering and shouting, and it's it's it's, it's got a good crowd in. Uh, you open the door and suddenly this like wave of like music just washes over you before finally wandering in. Um, it's a little bit shoulder to shoulder. It's packed, but thankfully most people are kind of crowded around uh, the stage area watching this uh, uh, this bard perform. Born and raised in Luskin, I was but a lad. Told to search the world, I thought I would be so glad. With loot in my hand, I headed down the road, wondering what stories that will be told. But turned the corner to Neverwinter, and what did I see? A drunken orc and chicken making a baby. He got mad and flustered, started to give chase with a very embarrassed look upon his face. I ran towards the harbor and hopped on the first ship. Just as they gave anchor, I gave him the slip. They said I could stay if I proved my worth. If not, they threatened I would regret my birth. I whipped my lute out and started to sing my song. They got drunk and tried to sing along. 
We sailed down to Waterdeep where I made land. I waved goodbye to them as I walked through the sand. Headed towards the tavern, I would give a try to bring joy to those drunk and those about to cry. So have another cup, have another beer, because now I am stuck with all of you here. Uh, everyone begins to break out into That's applause and roar. As, as, <laughs> as thank you, good. thank you. I'll be here later on tonight. About, about I'm going to take a play break. With the main characters called Kid and Play? What? <laughs> you yes. think you've heard this, this, this song before? Yeah. Uh, it's an ancient tale of a kid, and as he goes out on his journey to play, yeah. uh, you figured it was some kind of uh, party of some sort? It, it was something about a party at his home. Yeah, something like that. You, you, don't, you don't recall. Kid play. Yeah, you, don't, you don't recall, but. Uh, it, 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 you just you remember hearing in passing. You think it was one of the stories Cragner told you. She would, being versatile in, in different music, she probably told you one of her favorite ones, uh, drunk in uh, late one night. But uh, the song's good. Everyone's uh, getting into it, and for a brief moment, looks at the crowd because of the spurs as the bard uh, kind of like uh, makes his way um, over to the uh, what do you call it, the bar counter. Um, you guys are kind of just sitting there on stools, already uh, ordering a couple drinks. But uh, the bar kind of parks uh, to see next to you guys. How's it going, gents? Hello, sir. Uh, what was your name? I'm sorry. John. Sir John. Yes. Sir John Bur- Burgundy. John? John Burgundy. Yes, I S- go by my stage name. Oh, okay. I was like, that was a very different name, but it makes sense now. It's smooth on the lips. That's the important part. Burgundy. Regardless, uh, that was a good performance, I well, thank you. And that's all I have to say. Bartender! What are you boys having? It's uh, on me. I got paid well tonight. As you should. I would like to tip him one of my three gold, which I have left. I think this is enough. All right. <laughs> and a handful of stones. <laughs> How about you, full blood? Full I'm sorry, I forgot to mention, I am half-elf. Oh, cool. It's good to know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Information. <laughs> uh, I'll just be having myself uh, some wine. Fuck. <laughs> Light All right. tonight. All right, Chinese Bridges, what's up? <laughs> well, I am wearing mithril arm, to be fair. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to continue on with uh, a comrade's tradition and have a shot of fire water. All right. I'll join you in that. Uh, Bartender, get them what they just said. <laughs> uh, bartender comes back with a shot of fire water, a flog and a veil, and a glass of wine. Take out of my payment. You see the bartender kind of has a glass of wine. He's all like, ooh, hoity toity. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just kidding. You're cool. <laughs> He just messed with you, but you get there on the exchange. <coughs> Give him a look, swipe it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Take it out of my pay. All right, put it's it on, on me. Thank you. You always draw the crowd anyway, so you're doing me a favor here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well then. So, half elf, you say? Yes. Half elf and half what? Still trying to figure that part out. From your story, I think it might be chicken. You might be well, right. The other half was an orc, wasn't it? Perhaps. 
So that that make him quarter quarter. No, 33, 33, 33. Fellas, 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 <laughs> fellas. Gotta leave a little mystery for ladies. Okay. Okay, smart. Let them find out for themselves. Okay. So, uh, what's in there? Is your buddy all right? <laughs> Old Zick's already drunk. Yeah. It's like he's, he's a lightweight. Very. <laughs> I can tell. Probably need to strengthen your liver there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> So regardless of the tale that you told today, uh, where do you come from, by the way? Luskin. Oh, cool. No, I wrote that. <laughs> it was good, as I said earlier. Thank you. But that was all true. So you I, I, I kind of lied about the orc fucking a chicken. I thought it would make it funny. That is pretty no, hilarious. No, it's a good one. It was a good ride, too. Good line. You uh, wouldn't happen to be an adventurer. Yeah, pays good. It. Uh, I am looking to pays. get out of this dusty old place. I uh, I may have a proposition, though a little out of the blue. Um, Shoot, we are in need of a bard. You don't say. I do say, actually. You say. Um, we happen to find ourselves a little bit short on entertainment. We uh, are currently traveling across all of the land to solve a certain problem, as you will. Hmm. Adventures galore? Oh, there would be many adventures. Oh, there's no shortage of that. Interesting people to meet? Well, I'm a Goliath. He's a tiefling. He's a full elf. I don't know if you could find that in this bar. You just did. True, I am the most exotic thing here. I uh, don't have much. Are you all right? No, he's drunk. Oh, all right. <laughs> Olzek's got his face on his on uh, resting on the 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 bar table, and you see him randomly giggling and clucking like a chicken. And <laughs> yeah, polymorph will do that to you. Anyway, oh. <laughs> no, it's a special drink blend called polymorph. Sometimes it has a little bit of magic in there, so you get a random animal now. Yeah, noise. Mm, I've had too much already. Yeah, I was like, sounds like you've got some yourself. Yeah, this stuff that they keep in uh, smoked barrels is great. So anyway, adventure. Yeah, I was interesting well. people. Yes, I, I was hoping just for a, a proposition, maybe uh, to travel with us. And if you find that the accommodations are suiting, maybe you join the guild. But no pressure right off the bat. Well, I'm homeless, so I'm in. Good. Fantastic. I was gonna say, if the pay isn't that great, there's always stories for, for grabs. Hey. Oh, All right. my that, makes it sound, that makes it sound funny there. All right. Hey, bartender. I'll see you next time. So, well, don't stare out too far, man. No, you always got a place here. No, thank you. Oh, by the way, here's your cut. You hand you a small sack of coins. Ooh. How much <laughs> today? Uh, it's your starting build. Okay. Excellent. Um, well, let me just grab my things from the back room and I'll be ready to go. Take your time. Cool. That went better than expected. Yeah, that was a lot easier. I, uh, this was going to go. I tried. I'd like another shot. Well, um, you should keep them down. <laughs> well, Maybe. The, the bartender looks at you guys as you hear all like shouting. He goes, don't, uh, don't. I'll take the chicken home. Um, hold. <clears throat> 
the fire water. All right, well, you bought. Well, uh, what's your name? John. John. Oh, that's right. John pay, John pay for your tab. For, so your lads are free to go whenever you want. Okay. I will leave the ale untouched. I'll take it. Fair. Hammer swipes it, gulps it down. <laughs> it's good. No. Oh. I'd like to, to, to gently pick him up. Um, and just kind Come of on. kind of carry him if it throws <laughs> a ball over you. <laughs> I will uh, do laundry later. Put that on my list. <laughs> all right, gents, I'm all packed up. I'm ready to join you. Excellent. Uh, you you come and greet out your vomit stained allies. What the hell is that? I uh, need to change. Mostly chicken, it seems, and too much fire. Not enough water. No water. Uh, yeah. You shouldn't drink that if you're weak. <laughs> I must return to the airship with my drunken companion and change. (laughs) Airship, you say? Absolutely. Would you like to follow us? You guys are free to go back to your guild hall. Wonderful. Well, I guess go back to the guild hall first and to the air uh, ship in the next day or two. I can can wait. What the hell is an airship? uh, uh, Well, for an adventurer (laughs) like yourself is a means of travel. Not only can we get from place to place in a matter of weeks, or with a matter of a, a week, which would used to take a month. Mm. Yes. Um, cool. We'll go over the finer details at the guild hall in the morning. Meet us there. Do you guys want... Actually, I'm... You can come and stay there, too, if you like, whatever. Oh, yes. Thanks. Sweet. <laughs> We've got rooms. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Lots of empty vacancies. Yeah. Um, we should go back Want to the guild. Want me to show him that, or we just all... Uh, if you... He probably needs to I'll take, lie down or I'll, something. If you have other business to attend to... Okie dokie. Let's go back. All right. <laughs> uh, you guys spend about a good hour navigating at a water deep outside the city back into your guild hall. Uh, John, uh, you're expecting something a bit more elaborate? Home sweet dump. It, 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 it began to worry you when they began to lead you outside the city. And for a brief moment, you thought these strangers were going to mug you. But uh, after they let you off to a good distance out into what appeared to be like a dilapidated building, uh, you thought it was going to be past that, maybe in, in some part of a smaller village outside of town. But then you realize that dilapidated building is your good home. Oh, God, they're going to rape me. Uh, no. No. Um. It's... We're not usually here, so we don't have time to clean it. Fair. Uh, right. It's been here for quite a while. The yes. shingle slides off the ceiling. I'll catch <laughs> rattles, the shingle. Rattles off the, the <laughs> ground. And throw it back up. <laughs> <laughs> every time. You I, catch it every time we're here. It never goes. It, I swear it knows you. What, uh, what guild did you guys say you were from? Uh, the White Lotus. Who? Yeah. That's better than some. Our reputation may not precede you. Um, if you have time, I have a story to tell. Fuck it. So, <laughs> I would like to tell uh, with uh, five-part harmony and all sorts of instrumentation. Five-part <laughs> harmony! Here it, here it, here it. Story of the guild. Three-part, but whatever. The White Lotus, what we found, what we didn't find, and uh, some of the rooms... Not to uh, not to leave out the beautiful mosaic and nice table. Uh, you guys spend a good next six hours <laughs> retelling your adventures <laughs> up until this point. It's a rock opera. And little by little, John, you begin to realize maybe you signed up for something. You're you're more than you could, than more than you bargained for. Hmm. 
But other than that, pick any of those rooms. <laughs> Ozik sobered up, thankfully. He's, Six he's, hours later, I hope so. You're a little dehydrated, your, your rest stinks. But, um... God, what the hell was in that shit? Uh, well, whatever's on my tunic. <laughs> oh, I am so sorry. That's all right. I yeah, can you didn't clean that up the whole six hours you were done. I couldn't focus on anything else. That's fair. From uh, what I understand, or overheard, or whatever, um, you're not becoming guild. That really hasn't hit its stride. Fair. All right. I'd like to be part of that legend. Awesome. Let's make it. Oh, yeah. Belfire, I will totally wash your tunic. I'm so sorry. Uh, things happen. I understand. Uh, I can wash it. I can't believe you still haven't washed it yet. Uh, I got caught up in storytelling. I'm new. I, I get <laughs> it's, 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 it's dried and crusted now. <laughs> uh, uh, whatever chances you had of removing that stain is, is long since passed. I'll... Uh, how many... Gold is tunic. Not too much. Fifty? Depends, really. Nah, you could probably get one like for twenty-five. If, if, no matter if, how. If worse okay. comes to worse, we can get it for free. Oh, okay. If best comes to best, I'll buy you one. Okay. 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 Apparently, I'm a little hungover. Give me a break. Fair. <laughs> um, I suggest sticking to ale. Nah, five hours is the only way to go. <laughs> By the way, you said you lost a comrade. Uh, a, a few uh, in the last story. Fuck you, that's my dice. But uh, save that for another time. Yeah, we'll regale you with a tail when we have mornings. Uh, All on right. The, on uh, the airship. Yes. All right. Where should I put my thing for tonight, then? You can pick... Like I said... Um, I suppose I should go through the rooms and kind of collect all the items and just put it in, like, a storage trunk of some sorts. It's um, not that one. That one's mine. Except for his. Okay. That one's full of empty bottles. Um, you could the, have that one. Hall, uh, despite being lapidated, it's still pretty big. It's, it's used to accommodate, well, at least 20 plus people. Hmm. There's at least about a dozen or so rooms extra. There's still a lot of stuff in rooms that are just empty. Okay. We take um, one of the empty rooms. Wait, Any wait. Any of them, I've really. just found this someone's room. Why is there a picture of a knife on fire? Uh... Oh, that. That, uh, that was Flame Tongue, a lost relic that we're after. Huh. From a nefarious guild called the Hive. Oh, yeah, them. Everyone's heard of them. Yeah, they stole it from <laughs> us. We're trying to get it back. <sighs> well, I probably won't help you with that. That's They're fair. horrible. Okay. You're not wrong. So, that room looks empty. I'll take that one. So they do sure. have this lovely teeth, and you should see her. I mean, um... <clears throat> what? Back to the... What? Quest. Guild? Hi. Guild. The other... The... I'm not quite... Well, sure. I don't want to sit around here, so I'll just follow you guys, I guess. Okay. It's a uh, well-to-night night now. You guys spent a good afternoon. Yeah. Hmm? Uh, we spent a lot you. of time telling him basically nothing. Okay, yes. Yes, we will sleep. Which we morning. might have to end up telling someone else if we meet up with them. Fair. We'll get a uh, I'm guessing. tunic. I don't know. If you want to do something cool and useful, if you could shorten that down to maybe like just a small poem. Um, sure. All the good bits. 
Yeah, not I'll, so much a six-hour cavalcade. I, I'll probably need a night to sleep on it, but I can Sounds good. Uh, like I said, your yep. room to take any of them. Thank you. Uh, we should probably sleep because it is like this group. Sleep. Okay. You guys have to call it a night. You guys rise up or uh, ride your... Uh, oh, any, any nighttime activities or are you guys going to call it? Other than cleaning my own room, because we haven't been there forever. <laughs> kind of just setting up my room and then going to sleep. You guys uh, ride and shine bright and early in the morning. Leaving a coin for fell in case he ever... This is okay. It drops you leave by. A co- you leave a single coin on the, do- on the door, on the windowsill. <laughs> Immediately a rat takes it and goes off. <laughs> is, is, the last, is the last coin gone? Yes. <laughs> Which is good news. It, you're right. It could be. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll just think of it. I'll think positive. Uh, you guys wake up bright and early in the morning. It's around 9 o'clock. Uh, John, not a great start for your new recruitment. You slept on a dirty floor. There was no bed accommodated. <laughs> I probably should have picked a room with a bed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's like exactly what I was Thinking. Like, why did, I, choice. why did I pick a room with a bed? What the hell was I thinking? This is mine. <laughs> you, you, I already, I already <laughs> said. You're already kind of panicking over the. the I, I'll just accept it. Maybe they sleep like those. <laughs> you're, you're already kind of panicking about the situation you got yourself in. When they told you to take an empty room, you didn't want to ask any more questions for fear of that you might sign you up for more. So you just walked into an empty room, saw us in a bed, and like, eh, good enough. Screw it. <laughs> I've slept outside for the past few months. Yeah. At least you I were homeless. Roof. I'm, I'm in homeless. Storage closet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> maybe that's what half elves do. I don't know. Okay. I culturally, I may be misinformed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, what would you like to do? If you could make breakfast, I'll check oh, the mail. Oh yeah, no, for sure. We don't. Do we even have anything here? You have a bag of slightly aged stale oats and um, a jug of cream that's well past its prime. Cheese. It a is cup. now. Lots of booze. And that's a not and a block of cheese that is now officially blue cheese. Ooh. Ew. Oh my now favorite. Now it's, it's molded. Um, oh my favorite. <laughs> No, um, you know what? Um, you come up with a plan. Can you give me just like a little bit of gold? I'm gonna go buy some stuff. And I have yeah, three gold left. Breakfast. You can have all of mine. Sure, whatever. Is that okay if I just run into town real quick and try to just get some small supplies and bring them back and cook sure. breakfast? That's what I'm doing. I've got a plan. Hammer hey, dashes off into the distance. You just see him kick open the door. And- <laughs> <laughs> Recipe. <laughs> Ignis? You guys just hear Hamer take off into the distance. Uh, Hamer, as you jaunt into town, <laughs> springing your step, uh, feels things feel like they're coming together. You got a new ally. You're kind of wary where his loyalty stands. New dawn, uh, new day, new challenge awaits. Uh, but for now... You are scoping the market. It's usually busy, but thankfully uh, you're having a good time when all the, the produce is fresh and everything like that. There's just pretty much your pick. Uh, fresh bread, some cheeses, fruits, vegetables. Uh, pretty much everyone's just grabbing uh, anything that they can. You know if you go back further towards the docks, the, usually the fish market uh, is uh, open. 
I'm just going to grab the essentials. Bread, cheeses, dried meats, because I can actually take those with us. Um, fruits. A couple of fruits. I don't fruits. Fruits, really. It's fruits. I'll get some more fruits. <laughs> I was thinking, who eats fruits? Balefire. <laughs> he loves fruits. The monk. Yeah, we'll grab some fruits. Apples. Pears. Ooh. Like, they like soft apples. Um, I would like to, uh, like, are these are all just open market stalls. Yes. So I would like to pay for, like, some things and pocket some other things if I'm allowed to. <laughs> Make a slight hand check. Yeah, boy! All right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so excited. Let's see. D20? Yes. Mm-hmm. 13 plus 7. Okay. Um... <laughs> You're making some very uh, friendly conversation with uh, the uh, some of the uh, stand owners, and they're eager to help, uh, serve you. As you know, they see you got coin, and you're really, uh, eager to pay. So you're earning quite a bit. Um, you quickly distract one of them, tell them uh, you saw a piece, uh, some fresh fruit. But you like the apples, but you'd like the ones on the back better, and point to a bundle behind that them. That one looks like it's got less bruises on it. As he turns around to go take a look at him, you quickly just start snatching up stuff. Um, pocket an orange, two stray apples, um, something that it, it looks like hourglassish and it's green. You've never really seen something like that before, but it's it's marked from a uh, saying from the jungles of, jungles of Cholt. You're not quite sure where that where that came, where that exotic is exotic food. Um, I'll take it. There's these strange fries. curved. There's a strange bundle of like curved yellow things that are kind of all attached together. Yellow dicks. I call them curvy boys. <laughs> but uh, he's got the curved yellow section of junk, uh, fruit from the uh, fruit from the islands of Cholt. Hmm. Sure. Quickly pocket those and as he turns around with uh, the apples ready he goes, are these the ones you want? Yes. Those ones are delicious. Right, excellent. One gold. Alright, here you go, my good sir. Thank you. Thank you. Come again, please. Just half of his shit is just gone. Like, <laughs> and he just cool over there. Yeah. Thanks, man. One cool. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Walk I made problem, um, man. So, yeah. Uh, you walk up about a good hour quickly supplying, grabbing some foods and er- uh, food and everything. Right. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do while you're in town? Uh, is there anything else I would like to do? Yes. No, I need to go back and make some breakfast for these dudes who are probably sitting there stopping. Okay. You quickly make your way back. <laughs> yeah. um, you guys are all having these awkward conversations. With John. Blah, 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 blah. John is still not fully on board. <laughs> but uh So you your thing is collecting rocks. Yes. Quite. And your thing is uh killing people that mess with your sister. I didn't say anything about my sister. <laughs> you didn't I'm here! To. You didn't have to. <laughs> As you say that I suddenly hear her burst the doors with two sacks of uh food. Who's hungry? Me. Me. Good. Someone to cook something up. Um, but uh, you, you like, do you like fruit? I do. Like fruit? You didn't happen to grab a tunic while in town, did you? I wasn't looking for tunics. I was looking mm, for food. But I mean, if, 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 if all things come to the worst, you can use these bags. Okay. That seems fair. <laughs> Hamer passes out the stolen fruits and goes to the back to make some, some fruits. Make some breakfast. Don't you have any spare tunics in breakfast. your room? I only brought the one change of clothes. I didn't think I'd need a second. Or a third for that matter. Hey, is it just your your tunic? Yeah. 
just go shirtless. Okay. You're more at. You're more at one with nature. I feel um. Though I don't know a lot about social construct, some would frown upon that. I've done it once before. But we're not out there right now. Okie dokie. Like, no one's here. Yeah, right, that's fair. Do you want to be wearing a dirty tunic here? Preferably not, no. Yeah, okay, there you go. Be comfortable here, you're fine. Uh. What? <laughs> I just got. You're just on the drop trial and just hang. I just, didn't say that, but... Uh, just the shirt. Just the shirt. Oh, all right, that's fine. It's okay. You don't have to be jealous. This he is still weird. rock hard. Yeah. <laughs> Going to go make food. Oh, I thought I was the funny one. Yes. Uh, as you prepare the food, yeah, it, this isn't very long. You just pretty much grab stuff that you can peel apart and eat and everything. Uh, set up a plate of cheeses and bread and, and stuff like that. Uh, some dried meats. Set up a couple plates, bring them out. Start panning them out, and you guys uh, begin to eat. Try down. Uh, about midway through your meal, um, through the windows, or lack of there thereof, of actually glass windows, you can see there's a, a figure kind of walking off into the distance, making your way towards the uh, the guild. Fre- roll perception or anything? Sure can. See who it is. Friend of yours? Don't know yet. Probably. It would be a twelve. Um, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, say they're draped. They're draped over with a, a cloak covering their face. Uh, the figure's kind of average size, uh, looking a bit frail. But uh, as they come into view, and uh, they knock on the door, and you just stick your head out the window, look, and you can see the figure of a of a, a paleish, red-haired woman. You can tell you that's Beldora. Mm. Hello, Beldora. Good morning, Henry. You like some bread and cheese? Uh, I'm fine, thank you. I've I've, I've eaten already, but uh, all right. Yeah, are the are the others here? Yes. Come on. Excellent. Who's that? Captain! Oh, I was like, are you drunk already? Captain? No. I'm just happy to see my captain. Well, whatever. He was drunk uh, yesterday. She looks over at... So he's going to go over today. <laughs> That's the important thing. So, roped, in, uh, roped in one already, I see. <laughs> captain. Roped. <laughs> oh, it's good to meet you. My name's Beldora. I'm uh, Lieutenant of the Harpers. Wait, you guys said White Lotus and Harpers? We have a... Wait, uh, Harpers? A, a mutual understanding. It's just getting weirder and weirder. Yeah. Told you adventures. <clears throat> we haven't even started yet. I'm already freaked out. I understand. Yeah, oh, it gets crazy. Let's, uh, yeah. let's see how long you last. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what? Hey, uh, he's new. Uh, we'll go, hopefully then you'll give him a chance Stop. to uh, escape before uh, all this goes down. Then. It, all right. Escape? Okay. We uh, haven't gotten to that what? part yet. <laughs> Don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> Continue with your... Um, Intrusion. Good news. Um, I've brought the, ten- the situation nice to one. the attention of Lord Roaring Horn. Um, he's informed me that there's a consul uh, that's being meeting early tomorrow. It's the the five guilds. They want to discuss uh, the current situation and give updates about the current uh, giant attacks across the Sword Coast. Ooh, I get um, my name out. We have a we formally have a seat in this consul and. He's given us a bit of pull to try to bring us in and plead our case. If you guys are looking for allies, this is a good time to bring it up, bring it up and hopefully we can get you the necessary supplies and men that we need for this. Uh, good news, though, I guess we already have one. Uh, any more hands would be a benefit. Uh, regarding Kragnar, we've sent word to her family. Um, 
we're already expediting them back to the city to try to help with the situation. Our, our clerics informed us that the, the ritual itself it requires loved ones with strong ties to the, the body to help aid within the process of resurrection. If so they haven't actually performed the ritual? No, then. not yet. Okay. We, we figure if we want our chances to be good, it's best to bring the ones that she knows best. Okay. She motions to all of you she go and tells you this will take place sometime in, in the afternoon or right, af- right after the meeting. Uh, it would be great if all of you could, uh, could attend and assist with this. Yep. Sure. Sounds good. Yep. I've heard of that name before. Kragnar. On a lighter note, um, if you have nothing better to do, I suggest you make your way back in town to the guild hall. There's someone screaming and shouting, calling for the White Lotus. Mm, neat. There you Let's go. I did nothing. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I just met. Now, when you said give him a chance run earlier. I'll let you figure that part out. She kind of sits up, pats you on the shoulder. She goes, but as she, as she kind of pulls you close for a minute. She points over towards the door. She goes, go out that door and never look back. I'll see you guys tomorrow. See you, Bedlord. Bye-bye, Captain. I hmm. begin to understand a little bit of what Cradnar was saying. I never understood her plight before. But it seems I understand now. She turns around, looks at you, goes, I heard that, and then slams the door behind her. That's as, she does that, as she does that, you guys can see something right here, something rattling off the roof, and as that shingle comes off and just <laughs> uh, lands. <laughs> That's all right. I will fetch more stones and repair the roof. All right. So let me get this straight. Someone named Kragnar, who sounds familiar, I just can't put my finger on it, died, there's a resurrection, and you guys pissed off the leader of the Harpers. Well, no, they pissed off my leader. Yes, um, we have somewhat of an alliance. Um, I really don't know how to explain our situation without another six hours at start. Uh, no, we don't need six hours. <laughs> if, it's, if you it's start, a long expect, we'll story. miss the resurrection process probably. Yes. <laughs> it's the last thing we need. It's not very important to get into details. Footnotes. How about this? You guys pissed off Lear the Harpers? I'm in. All right, that was easy. <laughs> this is easier every day. We need to meet more people like this. <laughs> so, uh, to the guild. I can help with that, actually. Then to the resurrection, since it's early in the morning. If you know where we can get more people, are we going to fix okay. the roof? We, we're going to. I no, don't know where they're we're at. We're not going to fix the roof. Okay. I can yeah. help you get them. <laughs> Both of the. That's, we just got to find that's them. That's life, Both isn't of it? The <laughs> are going to transport, transport tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so yeah. I would like to go to the market. I shall as well. Uh, John and Olzek take off. Let's go, Shiner. <laughs> Why must you tent? Why must you do this to me? All right, weak liver. Uh, I suppose like we could check the guild hall. There was someone yelling at us. Let's go do that. Okie dokie. Since we are hey, if we run into other people, we'll let you know. Thank you, John. So is he part of the White Lotus now? Uh, no. No? We haven't done, like, initiation stuff like uh, that. Okay, so he's just a group member like me, then. It's up to him. Uh, um, right honorary now. member. We honorary member. Done. We haven't He's informally in invited agency. you. However, I feel you would respectfully decline. Highly. That's fair. <laughs> All right, uh, Bellfire. I can yeah. still hear you guys. Yeah. That's the point. No. <laughs> you going to the market or not, old sack? Yes, let's go. <laughs> All right, uh, to the market. 
And then yep, we're going to go to the Guildhall. Guildhall it is. You guys travel together back to Waterdeep. Takes about an hour. Uh, we're walking. Holzak and, uh, and John disappeared off into the markets. Uh, Hamir and Balefire, you guys travel back to the uh, main uh, Guildhall. Mm-hmm. Uh, following the familiar path, you guys walk out, uh, walk towards it, and it's pretty much bustling. There's a lot of mercenary work kind of going about. But uh, you can he- see the sound of somebody shouting at one of uh, the. Uh, uh, guild clerks through uh, one of the one of the uh, bar like stations. Uh, kind of like when you go to like a bank teller, they're mm. kind of behind like that that pain. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's just half kind of just pa- uh, banging on uh, the banging on the uh, the counter. She's sitting there, kind of patient, <laughs> trying to be patient. And she goes, "More munchies." I, t- I told you we we don't we've never even heard of the White Lotus. We can't even tell you where they are. It, from me, know it's just it's just a prank. Bro. You tell me it's a prank, but this letter right here on the guild board, it says to look for the White Lotus. I was in town many months ago, met a young woman who told me to look for the White Lotus. So there's obviously a guild in this town called the White Lotus. So now I, I plead to you, please, there's got to be somebody here with information about the White Lotus. Oh. Well, we don't really handle many small guilds. There's too many to count. I mean, maybe at one point there was, but they haven't been around in town for quite a while now. As she's kind of going on, still talking, you guys can see this work kind of. Yeah, just, just like sitting here like, God, they're talking so much shit about us, right? There's got to be a town registry or something that shows the owner of a guild hall that belongs to the White Lotus. I think that's your cue. Excuse me. Where the White Lotus? Uh, this half-orc, uh, musty-looking, battle-scarred, turns around toward you, sees... Uh, you meet the gaze of this, uh, uh, roguish-looking elf and, uh, this vomit-stained Goliath. I had left my... He didn't put his shirt on, so he's uh, just so still he topless as far as we know. This naked Goliath is standing before well, you. I have, I have he's, pants. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's wearing shoes. shirtless uh, Goliath, so... Just, I imagine Chick's just kind of fawning. <laughs> Hello. Uh. Hey, how you doing, Studley? So I quickly turn to them. What time do you and, open? And look at them. My bell, bellfire? My word. Bellfire, you old son of a bitch. How are you? Fantastic. Look at you. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Your, your scars are amazing. Making, you only had a dozen last time I've seen you. Making first impressions awkward as always, I see. Every day. And who is your little uh, pointy-eared friend here? Oh, this is Hamir. Hello. Oh, and additionally... <laughs> uh, we're at we have other folks in the market. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Hamir. My name is Drog. Greetings, Drog. Uh, may I say, why were you looking for us? Well, I found this letter here pinned to a board that you are all looking for help. And, uh, well, I believe one of my clan's members is a, a member with you, Nesrax, a hot-tempered, foul-mouthed dragonborn with the, uh, the urge to fight everybody around him. You got that right. Yes, he traveled with my good friend, Bellfire here. Sure did. Yeah, sure did. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately... Where is that old son of a bitch? Probably out starting bar fights, isn't he? 
Uh, <laughs> this is kind of one of his uh, favorite pastimes. Well, yeah, he uh, he fell in battle. Wow, well, that was easy. He was scared. <laughs> he was no tact at all. Fell like tripped and fell. He was always a klutz. I can tell you, I ran into him, a very nice blacksmith in a town, who told me that he had a, a run-in with Nesrax and promptly knocked him the fuck out. Yeah, so imagine how, like, when he's knocked out, but he's knocked out forever. Ah, yes, I hate when that happens. It, it, it takes a long time to wake up. He, he must have taken a nice one onto the chin. Where is Nesrax? I, I need to, to meet with him. He's dead. He oh. is, he, he is dead. Well, yeah. that's unfortunate. <laughs> but, um, please, um. How, uh, that's a long tale. Let me take you to the tavern. Yeah. Let me buy you a drink. Uh, I would just, just left the tavern, had a nice breakfast, and about two pints of the finest fire water that this town has to offer. Well, then I guess we should we. thank... Do you want some more fire water? <laughs> so please, um, <laughs> regale me of your, your battles with my good friend Nesrax. And what, Pertel, is this letter about? Well, uh, our mutual friend here wrote this letter uh, because, well, we had a bit of a, you know, skirmish in a, a giant, giant's den. And that's where... Uh, your old friend, Nesrax. Our old friend, Nesrax. Uh, bit, bit the dust. Uh, and along with a lot of other uh, guildmates. Because we are the last two alive. Are you sure he fell in battle? Do you have proof? Because he was always one tough son of a bitch. It took every trick in my book to best him in our tribe's coming-of-age ceremony. Bruh. He, uh... He was surrounded by about five hill giants and about four or five orcs and about a dozen goblins. And uh, he killed nearly everybody. It was phenomenal. Uh, really? As I expect him to. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, that sounds amazing. It was an, a, a beautiful dance of death. Uh, however, uh, when I was able to escape, the Link Pearls were silent. Uh, so unless they... So he wasn't even screaming or nothing. No. Um, and I could hear the cheers of everybody else as, as, as a victory cheer. Um, I would have to say, though, uh, he didn't make it. Uh, I'm about 99.9% sure. Though, I've never seen him cut so many things in half. And when we fought and traveled together, let me tell you, he's done a, amazing work on a lot of different giants. He, no, he did. Um... But regardless, he's, it's most likely that he's dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we, let's say for the smallest hope that he isn't, we still need help to at least save what's left. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, please, uh, if your guild hall is around here, I, I may ask you to take me there yeah, to where yeah, I can yeah. retrieve Nesrax's belongings. Because I'm sure our leader and his, his adopted father, father Grand Thur, would be most wanting to hear about his son's demise. Does he have anything back in the guild hall? He has a picture he drew. Picture. It's quite lovely. Yeah, I know that. But does he have anything else there? I don't remember if he left anything. I, I don't know. I actually please, please. No need to whisper. We're all friends here. I, I mean, I've sure. met Bellfire maybe once. Yeah. Um, 
Let's take you back to Guild Hall. We don't know what belongings he has. We really stayed out of his room. Privacy. Uh, but you're welcome to anything that he owns. Yeah. Yes, I would greatly appreciate that. Sure. Let's let's go. Oh. <laughs> let's this go is back. a weird day. It is a weird day. But a great day. Yes. That's two. Two in two days. If we wait another ten days, we'd have a small army. Yeah, you're right, actually. If we get this kind of luck for the rest of this week. Fair. Uh, let's uh, head back. You guys break away and make your back to the guild hall. John and Paul's uh, like, what are you guys doing in the, in the market? Well, I am currently looking for a giant tunic. Uh, you go to a nearby tailor. Um, you recall Hamer pointing out one, but a little old lady runs it. As uh, you enter the, uh, as you enter the, uh, uh, you enter pretty much just a, uh, a nice clothing store. Um, you're there to just to buy stuff. So, okay, so I, I walk up to the, uh, the owner and ask him, "Do you have any lo- like giant tunics?" Oh sure, uh, the largest one I got. Walks over, looks about deluxe size. It would fit like a uh, Goliath. That, well, it would fit like a very large man. Okay. That might be uh, big enough. That's not big enough. Hmm. Well, how big do you want? Do you need it? Okay. Uh, you know what a Goliath is? Can't say that I have. Okay. Um, how tall are you? I'm seven feet tall, and I'm 400 pounds. Okay. I need <laughs> a tunic that is... Uh, roughly around seven feet tall, or like a, something that would fit a seven foot man that's around roughly 400 pounds. Uh, good word. Uh, I, well, I can I can uh, take one of the larger ones we have and uh, uh, modify it a bit. I would, yeah, I'll pay you extra for it too. Uh, uh, uh hold on. Just, <laughs> I know this is a custom socks, but just kind of we are kind of low on gold, so maybe we can probably work out a deal. Certainly. You Five gold. might be open. Okay. Five gold? Sounds fair. Okay. I mean, my God. Uh, my God. And just in case it's not large <laughs> enough, would we be able to bring it back and make slight adjustments? Of course. Next time we'll bring our friend, too. Certainly. Just to make sure. Yes. And if you could, maybe add a rock or two. Oh, yes. He likes rocks. Actually, you know what? On the back of it, it should say Rocky. I think that's a good name for him. I never met his don't, name, don't, I think. Don't do that. Uh, Why? Okay, so just just the tunic then. <laughs> oh wait, no. Just outline. I got the stones just... for it. <laughs> okay, you can put that on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Here's an extra five gold. Walks over, grabs a parchment, scribbles down. I got the stones <laughs> for it. Uh, it's a bit lengthy, but it's a. We'll get that embroidered in. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, when will when will it be ready? I'll have it ready for you by tomorrow. Cool. Thank you very much. That should be good. That should be good in time. All right. Let's see. You need anything in here, John, or around the market? Nah, I still got clothes on. Well, that that's good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, fuck. You know, I could use a drink. I could use another drink. I still have lots of gold for my uh, payment. Or I mean. I obviously, I mean, you yeah, know, I, I do. don't hold my alcohol very well. That's why you're sticking to ale or wine. I'll just stick like to baby. water. <laughs> <laughs> so we can go to, uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's go to the tavern. Let's go to the tavern. Screw it. You guys, venture back to that tavern where you used to work, John. 
Back already. Is Oh John uh, here to put another performance for us? Do we have the time? We don't have anything going on until tomorrow, so I think we have some time. Maybe tonight. Oh, excellent. Uh, but why not? Expect another crack. All right, cool. Usual cut? Yeah, I'll take one for... Oh, yeah, usual cut should be good. Also, uh, since I'm here, have a little lunch? Uh, of course. Uh, I'll have the, have the cooks uh, whip you something up on the house, of course. Oh, thank you. You want anything while we're here? I'll take a strawberry shortcake. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> guys, guys, he's new acquaintance. Don't mess with it. They're also not here, so. You know, I just give him liver and onions. Yeah, I'm okay with that. We've got cheese. We've got bread. <laughs> My name's Jim. I can put the bread and cheese on top of each other and shut your mouth for the night. <laughs> Give me the all-vegan menu. Yeah, it's called Get Out. <laughs> all right. All right, I will... Um, Just give him bread and cheese. Yeah, give me some bread and cheese. And don't mess with it. He's a new queen. Uh, had you some good hot meals, you get the bread and cheese, a glass of water. Uh, bit of ale for me. John, you get a bit of ale and uh, hot livers and onion. I just throw that at a shiny... Tits over there. Shiny tits. Okay. I'm running out of nicknames. What's your name? <laughs> Olzak? Olzak? Sure. Okay, Olzak. Olmax Temple. <laughs> Old Mac. All right, you guys. Uh, finish your meal? Yep. Uh, what are you doing? Kyle's performing. No, or later comes, tonight. We uh, still got to run back home. I think I left my loot there. Okay, so yeah, I'm going go back to the guild hall. This is my training loot. <laughs> so it's a banjo? Yeah. <laughs> we're walking, we're walking, we're walking along. Bethesda's the one who wrote this song. Who's this Bethesda you speak of? An ancient land far away where they like to fuck things up. Nice. Anyway, let's I continue. Fire. Do you always travel such <laughs> weird <laughs> individuals? You're on here. Yes. Oh, I'm not there? No, we're, we're, we're on our way to the guild hall. <laughs> we're in the market, and I'm just yeah. playing a little tune. So we went to the tavern, we ate. Cal said he'd perform, so now we're on our way back to the tavern to retrieve his loot. You guys can make your way back to the guild hall. Okay. As you guys inside, Hamir and Bayfire are already there. You guys can hear somebody loudly upstairs. Wait, wait, we hear someone loud? Yeah. Uh, I guess there's someone new here. So I go try and I go locate where they're speaking from. Wow, your recruitment strategy is working, I guess. Yeah, no, it's, it's weird. Hey, fellas. Hey. Hello, job. Does this tunic fit you? Sure hope so. Uh, it's not ready yet. Oh, that's right. I, it's like, oh, what? wonderful. Thank yes. you. Sorry, we, we, we went to get you a tunic. Had some lunch, had a little drink, a little plane. He had a little drink. I had some water, like a good person. He had some but water and some we f- fruity bread. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> but uh, we got it embroidered for you. Don't, no. Mm. I'm not going to tell him what it don't, says. No, no, don't tell him it's embroidered. Wonderful. I, I bet it's wonderful. 
It sure I is. I sure hope you like it. I, you will like it. <laughs> I can tell you'll love it. That and who is this, uh, uh, Bellfire Hamir? Who's this, uh, Orc Man? My apologies for being such a rude host. Drunk. Yes. These are other companions of mine. Of course, you've met Hamir. This I do know Hamir. Olzek. And this gentleman is new here. His name is John. John! Yes. He's tentatively decided to at least travel with us for the time being. Eh, worth a kick or two. John Burgundy, right? Yes, John Burgundy. Yes, I think I've, I've heard your music in a pub or two. Nah, Not like original at all. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting with uh, Balefire, could you help me mending the roof outside? I would love to. Good. I'm sorry, you must have heard... Uh, <laughs> You must have heard wrong. What was that again? I heard wrong. I could swear that your tune I've heard many times in other lands. Certainly. What kind of lands? All over the Sword Coast. Well, man, just last week I was in Bryn Shanda and there was a gentleman singing the same tune who looks nothing like you. Did you happen to catch his name? I did not. I think his name was Squiggles. Squiggles. He went by the name, the stage name was Squiggles. Squiggles the Wise. <laughs> Squiggles. I'm writing down Squiggles in my book. All bards have a book, you know. Yes. But as Bellfire, my good man. Yes? As I was searching Nesrax's room, my phone, this piece of paper laying on the floor, crudely drawing, definitely in my friend's handwriting, mm-hmm. of a fire sword with... Right. Tear stains all over it. What might this be? Uh, he, we had a run-in with a group called the Hive. Uh, they bested us and stole his prized possession, flame sword, uh, flame tongue, I believe. Ah, he he loved that sword, like uh, like he was a, always a sentimental fool for weapons. Yes, um, though this one was particularly excellent. It was on fire. Excellent how? Well, it mm. lit on fire. Ah, and he cut people in half with it. Ooh. Two of his favorite things. Well, I think this is a good time for me to avenge my fallen friend. I will take up the mantle. I will get back this flame tongue presented to his father, and I'll be right. And in the meantime, I'm going to occupy his room. Uh. Dibs, as you call it. Weird way to show you. There's probably a bed in there, so go for it. It is open. Yeah. Also, you don't have to sleep in the storage closet. We've got. That's rooms. what that was. Yeah, with beds. I thought it was small. I thought you guys used to have a door for something here. Maybe. We just usually keep dry goods in there. Also, upon digging under his bed, I found a little, a little box containing twenty-five gold, which I will be happy to be keeping as that as well. Take it. It's okay. probably smelly. Anyway. Screw it, that room with all the empty bottles in it. That's cleaned up or no? Mm-hmm. I didn't clean it. You can clean it. It's, yeah, like I said, you can stay in there. I'll clean it. Okay. That oh, guy isn't coming good. back. And if you find any booze, share it with me. No, you're at the guild hall. It's still dark. Okay. I'm going to go back to my room at the ship. That's fair. So you are welcome to take one of the empty ones if you'd like. Goodbye, weird flamboyant man. Why, thank you, you crazy ass orc. That's right. Uh, see you later, Ozek. Bye-bye. By the way... Did you meet a chicken earlier on in the month? Yeah. I've not run into a chicken, no. Just checking. Maybe Squiggles was a chicken. But I don't remember a chicken. I think I'd remember a chicken. 
You guys ponder. You, you'd remember this chicken. You guys ponder the occurrence of this chicken, and the rest of you decide to call it a night. Uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead and end it from there. Start the next day for tomorrow. Uh, so we'll see where this goes. All right. So I'm up early, and I meet him at the guild hall. All right. Well, we're cut it. We're no, we're, no, we're oh, done. we're cutting, cutting. Yeah, yeah. We're ah, done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna get up early. I'm doing that. Well, <laughs> no, <Surprise. laughs> we well, yes again. <laughs> it's a man in chicken suit doing Joe's chicken dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for episode 34 of Negative Modifiers. I want to thank Cole for that lovely, lovely introduction. Yes, and thank you. The rest <laughs> of us have met our untimely demise, but sounds like the band is getting back together with some new. Same voices, new faces. Yep, the boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Silver negative modifiers. I'm Matt. I'm Cole. I'm Brent. I'm Brandon. I'm Kyle. And I'm Justin. And we will see you on our next adventure. Oh, look, Eric just got here.